What's up? Welcome to 3AM Sports. It is Wednesday, December 4th. Thank you as always for tuning in. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, as always, hit us up on social media. It's really hard to believe, but it's championship week. Uh, we're going to recap rivalry, rivalry week. We've got playoff talk. And of course, we're making picks for the upcoming championship games across college football. Before we do anything, Wisconsin gets another crack at Ohio State this week. Let's check in with the Wisconsin boys. Nick Carge, what's going on? Yo, what's up? Um, I'm back this week. Uh, I, apparently, I just need to take a week off for, for me to um, excel at, at Pick'em. But um, excited uh, excited about a uh, big win last weekend, which I wish I would have been on the podcast last week because I baby brother, little brother lost again to Wisconsin. We'll give him a year every year, every like 15 years, but um, they'll always be little brother to us. Yeah, Axe is back in Madison where it belongs, so that was a great, great victory to end the season, win the Big Ten West, and, and Lop, like you said, get another shot at the Buckeyes. So um, it's all we could have asked for after uh, um, at midpoint of the season after suffering two losses to uh, the Illini and the Buckeyes back-to-back. So I'll take it where we're at. We may get into this later in social media, uh, Carge's rant corner, but you dropped a hard F-bomb when, uh, when the Badgers won. Something about the fucking Axe or something. Yeah, I was completely uh, sober at that point. Yeah, that was hard. So, good job. I'm proud of you. We we made a pact that you would tweet, and you did. So, good job. Nick, you mentioned you won. Let's let's get into that. All right. So, uh, I went and I actually got a bone to pick with you, Lop. Why? So, uh, Car Jazz preliminary. Who won our overall pool this week? And I've yet to win a week, and in, oh, in, in our last two years of playing, I have yet to win a week, uh, and it's a pretty big payout if you win just one single week. So I've been trying to do that for a while now, and I always lose in tiebreakers. I always take second. So this week, card your ass lop. Uh, hey, do you know who won um, this week, or it was Mikey or, some, or somebody like that? And uh, Lop said, uh, I'm I'm almost positive it's Nick, and I said. Well, are you sure? Because this has happened to me before, and I lost on tiebreakers. And he was like, yes, I'm almost positive. Oh, I can get well, the receipts if you want. Yes, No what? way I, I said that. I lost on a tiebreaker. 100% lop. No way. Yes. I said, ah, oh, fuck. I'm going to find what I, exactly I said, right, but it was so not that bad. It was bad. It was an it was honest bad. mistake. And All right, wait, I have it. It didn't even surprise me. Okay, Nick, my preliminary calculations tell me you may be happy. That's all I said. Then what? Then what? Keep going. Then I said, oh, shit, Brown actually won via tiebreak. Oh, no, I did I, say you are I all correct. So. Yeah, you yeah. are all correct about the records that you have. I No way did I say. Nope, nope. Don't put words. Well, I'll, no. find, I'll find my receipts. But anyways, I was 6-2. Okay. and two. Uh, Finished the season 56-56 and 56 overall. Lop went 3-5, as did Karge. Uh, on the season, Lop went 52 and 60. Uh, Carge went 43 and 69. It's a it's a nice loss column, but um, as for, like I don't know how I won out of the three of us, but somehow I did. Um, I was consistently average all year, and you guys, uh, Carge, you were no offense, pretty bad all year. And then uh, Lop, you uh, started off hot and then kind of trailed off. But both of you won weeks, correct? Yep, yep. I won three, I think. Yeah, I won. but I blew my I blew my week, load early. Right? 
I won a week going four and four and one via tiebreak. I don't think yeah. I had a week that I went better than four and four. I don't know, Lockheed yeah. correct me. Maybe maybe five and three, but at the best five and three all year. Yeah. Maybe once. You guys can fuck off. <laughs> Six and two is, is good. Very good job. You tied for the best. Thanks. All right, so we're done. Nick, I mean you went five hundred. Honestly, it's pretty hard to do for a full season. I know. So I know. I'm just saying I didn't win a single dollar. <laughs> yeah, no, that's tough. And, and did the person who win the overall, did they ever win a week? Um. Yes, yep. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it, as well. I can the, check, but. Okay, okay. Maybe early on, but the last couple ones, it has, it's been a while if, it had, if they did. Yeah, it was just pure consistency week to week that right. won it, which if is you good. Could, if, I mean, if you can somehow go five and three week in and week out, you might not win each week, but you have a good shot at the end of the year. And it's so funny because saying that, it's like, yeah, it's easy. Just do that. But, oh, man, it's not easy. Yeah, five and three is way harder than it sounds. <laughs> Especially when you, you're like, oh, once we get to know these teams, we'll have a much better idea, and you just don't, and it's bad. All right, so moving on. Let's talk rivalry right, week. I, I have the receipts. I have the receipts. What? I Okay, here, here it is. Um, so a lot, lot of you were correct. It was, um, oh, boy. Uh, I said, you said, Nick, preliminary calculations tell me you may be happy. And I said, sounds good. And yes, I thought I was having a pretty good week. Um, and then I said, yeah, I think I went six and two. Uh, I said, I'm not sure though. And I've been burned in the past. And then you said, you are all correct. Yes. About your records. Your records were correct that you had said, but you are all correct signifies I won the week. (laughs) What? You did not say that you won. You said, I think I went six and two. Mike said, I think I went five and three. And Carge went, I went three and five. And I said, you are all correct. I I think this is misleading. Continue. Continue. Yeah, so let's talk about Ohio State. Um, Ohio State, Michigan, the game. Just a dismantling. Um, Ohio State comes out and... Actually, game is pretty tight for the first half or so, but Ohio State ends up pulling away. They win 56-27. Justin Fields runs for, or excuse me, Justin Fields throws for 302 yards, four touchdowns. J.K. Dobbins runs for 200 yards and four touchdowns. Um, Just an offensive performance by Ohio State. Michigan fumbled, I think, in like the middle to the end of the first quarter within their own um, side of the field, which was huge. Ohio State ended up capitalizing on that. But Ohio State just dominated across the board. Um, one of the things I thought was really telling was, so Ohio State gets the ball, their first play, J.K. Dobbins fumbles the ball, and it bounces right back up to him, and he runs for another 30 yards. At that moment, I was like, oh, this this might go well for us. We're getting all the bounces. We're getting the bounce of the game so far. So um, just a huge game. Ohio State stays undefeated. They head to Indy again to, to take on Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, you guys are really good. Uh, yep. Not much more uh, you can really say. Um, Michigan um, hyped up again. But it's, it's just so funny because Michigan hasn't won in forever, and they thought Harbaugh was the guy, and it they're still not winning. So, um, And he, he had a very uh, sulky press conference afterwards where he basically started yelling at um, – not yelling, but disagreeing with the uh, reporters asking questions. So it's kind of one of those things like, dude, you you haven't won. Like, come on. Yep. Do you do you guys think realistically that he has there? There's a chance that he gets fired. 
I don't uh, think fi- so. No, I don't think he gets fired. I think he just gets sick of it and jumps ship, if anything. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, who else would they hire? Right, that's the thing. He's the most Michigan of all, you know, he... Right. If Who's not him, who? Right. Moving Radio. on. Next game? Next game, we had Wisconsin going to Minnesota. Like I said earlier, getting the the axe back. They take the victory 38-17 on the road. Um, Jack Cohn, I think I mentioned that if we were going to win, he had to have a big game, but nonetheless, throws for 280 yards, two TDs. Uh, more importantly, no picks. We opened up the offense, threw the ball downfield, which is good to see. Uh, Quintus Cephas had five receptions, 114 yards, and a TD. I think, I said this earlier, I think he is a late-round NFL talent. Uh, he's got the size. He runs right routes, but um, that was good to see him have a bounce-back year after what he went through last year. Um, Jonathan Taylor was kind of limited. He did have two late touchdowns kind of in garbage time, if you will, at the end of the game to kind of seal things up. Only held the 78 yards, but at the end of the day, it didn't matter because we got the axe back. Love that axe. Yeah, like I said earlier, little brother, Minnesota, they, I mean, I, it, before the game started, I, I was with actually a bunch of Michigan fans and Ohio State fans, um, and I said, I think Wisconsin blows them out. I, I just, um, Minnesota's getting closer with PJ, but I, I just don't see it, um, and they have played absolutely nobody this year, so um, I, I, pleasant, I, I I'm not even. Let's say I'm very happy with the outcome, and um, I'm, but I'm not surprised by it. It's funny how we were talking all year that we're going to find out what Minnesota is, and we did. You know, like they right. they played cupcakes all year, and then they get into the Penn State game, and obviously they lost or they beat Penn State, which was huge. But then they lose to Iowa, they lose to Wisconsin. You know, we kind of saw that coming, I think, and so did the committee and not ranking them higher. But we finally learned they are not for real. And with a chance to go Agreed. to the Big Ten Championship, I mean, you got everything to play for at home. At oh, home. Yeah. It's cold. Yep. Shitty weather. It's snowing. Game yeah. day was there. You had your entire, you know, week prepped up, hyped up for that game. Um, Yeah, I was – I, I honestly didn't have too much faith. I mean, I, I thought we were going to win. But when we started out and they threw that bomb and it was a, it was 7 nothing quick, I was I was looking pretty negative pretty quickly. But well, it, had, we... it had shades of the Penn State game too where – they score early, and you kind of think they might just roll, and Wisconsin might not get anything going, and Wisconsin kind of turned it around right away, which was good. Yep. I agree. Um, all right, next game, Auburn beats Bama 48-45. to 45. Um, Total shootout. Um, game ends on a missed field goal, correct? Uh, yeah, for the most so, part. I mean, I mean, it pretty much ends on a, on a missed field goal. How come yep. Bama can recruit everybody but kickers? It's so strange. I don't know, but it's, it's so it's weird. It's pretty funny. It's so it's funny. It's so I love weird, it. right? Just no one wants to. It's doesn't make sense. But um, I'm happy for Auburn. They always, they always, like it's like every other year they come in and they upset a, a really good team. Um, because so I think they had no business winning that game. I'm glad they did. Um, but uh, it helps Wisconsin tremendously. But it, I think it's just hilarious. Um. Uh, that this happened this way, and I think it's even funnier that it was a shootout because Bama's normally known for their defense. So um, I'm very, very happy with Auburn. Gus Malzahn, man, he lives to coach another day. I swear, every after every game, he could be fired or given an extension every single game. 
And this one, well, he's, he's given an extension. Fans, and that's how their fans act. Yeah. Yep. It's like, like right. I'm, highs and you're lows. In the same, yeah, you're in the same division as Alabama. I mean, yes, I get it. That's your rival, and that's who you expect to beat. But, I mean, beating them you know, once every other year and getting the SEC championship game once every three to four years is probably, like, realistically, until Nick Saban retires, like, still really, really good. Right, right. right. Just a little X's and O's on this. Seeing a 48 to 45 score in an Auburn Alabama game is pretty wild, especially when you consider. I think we've talked about it all year, but Auburn's supposed to be one of the best defenses in the country. Alabama has their backup quarterback, which it's still Alabama and still a good quarterback, but 45 points is a ton to put up against an Auburn team. It just seemed like offense all day, like you said, Nick, shootout. Um, and the funniest thing is that Alabama and the Patriots are basically the same team. Like, no yeah. kicker, but everything else works. It's so strange. Right. Well, it's yeah, funny. So I, it's like the last eight years, no, seven years maybe, The um, either Bama has won the national championship or yeah. the Patriots have won the Super Bowl, but never in the same year. Right. Which sucks. Right, yeah, that's, that, that, that tweet is so annoying. Because every time, for like the first four years it happened, you're like, damn it, that team's winning the Super Bowl or college. Yep. Right. You just know, you, you just know you're going to be annoyed either way by yep. one of those teams. Um, also, the over under for that game started at fifty. So, wow. um, pretty pretty crazy. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I watched some of that. I mean, I, I watched the Mac Jones. I mean, that kid. I mean, I think those receivers are probably the best receiving core in the country. I mean, yep. I think two of those guys are going to go in the first round, if not three of them. So, um, it was pretty unbelievable what he was able to do with getting those guys the ball in space and letting them just make plays. So, I mean, good for him. I mean, he had all the pressure in the world. To, I mean, that's what he goes there for, I'm sure. But hell, he step in the game like that and perform like that you can't really doubt him too much no doubt you know what's fun with bama games is when it's close it's the most exciting game in the world because you always want them to lose like i will watch an alabama game that's within a touchdown all day it's just so much fun because you just constantly cheer for them to lose and it actually happened like the missed field goal i just busted up laughing because it's it's just like everything you could ever hope for them missing a field goal to tie the game or whatever it was just great it just brings me so much joy to see them lose it's perfect well then the way it ended with the punt punt yeah. play i mean that was that was even better um they lined their auburn lined their punter up as a wide <laughs> receiver trying to throw off alabama and they sure enough it did alabama left their defense on the field but also left their kick returner back 12 guys on the field auburn gets an automatic first down and and they were able to take a knee and run the clock out so good for gus Malzahn to come up with that play um and have it in his back pocket for a time like that crazy Good stuff. Great Iron Bowl. Uh, last game we have to talk about real quick because I didn't watch anything I was driving in, during this game, but Virginia breaks the streak. First time in 15 years they beat Virginia Tech. This game was at Virginia. Pretty cool scene after the game with um, the crowd storming the field. And they beat them pretty good too, right? They beat them by like 10 or something? Uh, 39 to 30. Uh, it was a two-score. It was a two-point game late and i think virginia recovered a fumble in the end zone yeah. to make it 39 30 with less than two minutes to go or something yeah virginia tech had a had a chance to to drive with two minutes left and they fumbled it and virginia recovered in the end zone gotcha it was pretty cool i'd agree i i only saw the end of that game um at a bar and it was it was a pretty cool scene to for for virginia overall um it it, it was it was neat to see and also i was happy because i picked him 
Yeah, same. What I find funny about this game is the winner goes on to be 30-point underdogs against Clemson. <laughs> right. It's so, <laughs> so stupid. Funny. Oh, my God. It's yeah. the fucking championship of the ACC, and they're 29-point dogs. Uh, okay, moving on. So, new rankings came out. Today's Wednesday. They came out yesterday. Nothing changed in the top four. We've got Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, and Georgia sitting there. But then a little bit of a change past that. So the rest of the top 10, Utah is at number five, Oklahoma's at six, Baylor's at seven, Wisconsin's at eight, Florida is at nine, and Penn State stays in the top 10 at number 10. Um, any initial takeaways? We're going to talk scenarios and stuff here in a sec, but just any high level or, or takeaways from you guys? Sarge? Um, I think how the fact they have Baylor and Oklahoma rated so high definitely benefits either one of those teams for their for their championship game. Um, I, even as a Wisconsin fan, I don't know how the hell we're ranked above Florida. I mean, I'm not complaining, but Florida's two losses, I think, were to Auburn and LSU, and they've played a, probably a more daunting schedule being in the SEC than we did. But um, personally, I think that that helps Ohio State. If Ohio State were to win, it just it's a higher-ranked team opponent that they played and win, and I I don't know if that has anything to do with it or whatnot, but um, I was pretty interested to see that that ranking. Yeah, I, uh, I I'm pretty much okay with this. Uh, it's great to see Wisconsin um, at eight. Uh, I think the the most interesting game for me um, this upcoming weekend is going to be um, Oregon at Utah. Uh, or is it at Utah? No, it's it's at um, 49ers Field, I think at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's like it's a neutral side. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's the most excited, uh, at least for me, um, them putting Utah at five um, and then playing a, a tough Oregon team. So I think that's what I'm the, the game that I'm most excited for this weekend, besides obviously the Big Ten championship. Yeah. I mean, I think to me, you know, there are scenarios here that five, six, and seven, Utah, Oklahoma, and Baylor could all get in, obviously. So it's it's huge. Every game, each of those games is going to matter. And you mentioned it, I think, in our notes cards or something, but style points are going to be huge this week. You think about when Ohio State you know, played, sorry to bring it up, uh, Wisconsin a couple years ago in the first playoffs, and or excuse me, in the Big Ten Championship ahead of the first playoffs, and they won 49-59 nothing, whatever it was. That was huge because it made a point to the committee that says we need this team in there. Does Oklahoma do that? Can Baylor do that? Can Utah do that? Th- those are the things that I'm looking for. And, and kind of what stuck out to me the most is how right there in the middle those three teams are in this ranking and how close they are to the top four. Um, so let's, that was let's, a low blow. I know. I didn't mean to, honestly, but it's important because yeah. it, style points are huge, I think, at this point. Um, I agree. Speaking of this weekend, let's talk scenarios. Um, so there's, there's two, I think, that are – that are super kind of strange actually for a playoff or for a championship week. And that is the idea that if Ohio state or or LSU were to lose, they can still get in. You guys agree with both of those, one of those, either of those. Uh, yes. I think, I think if Ohio state or LSU loses, they're both in no matter what. I don't think the committee can, the committee can honestly look at those two teams and their body of work and how they performed all year and hold them get out because they lost their conference championship game both to a top eight team so i think win or lose both those teams are in the the only way i could see it happening is if we beat ohio state by a hundred 
basically if either team loses by 50. You yeah. know, like if LSU yeah. loses by 50 or if, like, Lop, what you were just saying, that, that dumbass eye test. Yep. Like, if they get blown out, I think that that change, and it's it's that whole, like, peaking at the right time kind of thing. Like, if, if that's the only scenario I see um, one of those two teams. I think if either of them have a close game, they're both in. I guess that's fair. I just, for me, I can't believe we've gotten to this point where – all year we go through and we talk about how detrimental a loss is to a team's chances of making the playoffs, and then we're sitting here with, you know, number one and number two both don't have to win to get in. It just, you know, it doesn't it doesn't seem normal to for that to be the case. But I I think I agree. Either of them can lose. The other one is Clemson. I mean, I don't think Clemson can lose and get in. Do you guys agree with that? Hundred percent. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, they. They have their only bad losses. I mean, they don't even have. First of all, they don't have a loss. Their only bad game is to UNC. They've been blowing people out by 30, 35 plus points the last couple of weeks. They don't um, play anybody I would, though. <laughs> I, I get. It. I would be very shocked if they. First of all, I'd be very shocked if they lost. Second of all, True. Yeah, teams, yeah. I would be very shocked if they were to be kept out. But you I think guess, thirty? Okay, thirty point favorites. Hey, we've seen a 30-point yeah, I mean, favorite lose this year. I was going to say. You know what? You know what? <laughs> yeah, we're not in. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. That's my point. <laughs> right. So. Oh, yeah. low blows all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, 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 I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't think this will be much of a conversation, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'll have to argue this one next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more to the other ones. What, what else do you have on here, Karch? Um, I had Baylor Oklahoma game, and then obviously that's kind of lined up with the Utah and Oregon game. So basically, this is the only scenario that is if LSU beats Georgia and kind of pushes Georgia out, um, there's going to be one spot for potentially two teams. It's going to be Utah if they beat Oregon or the winner of the Oklahoma Baylor game. Um, you could look at this three different ways, really. Um, if Oklahoma beats Baylor again, do they get in? If Utah beats Oregon, are they the ones that go even if Oklahoma or, you know, over the Big 12, no matter who wins? Um, Or if Utah were to lose, does that give Baylor, let's say Baylor were to win, does Baylor have an opportunity to get in at that point um, for avenging their one loss? Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Oklahoma-Baylor, who has given a win for either of them, who has the better chance in your mind? Is it Baylor because their only loss then they would have avenged? Oh. Or is it Oklahoma because I think it they on beat they the same back. team? T- yeah, I guess style comes into play here. Huge, yeah. That's what – all right. So what if Oregon beats Utah, LSU beats Georgia, we beat Ohio State by a lot, mm-hmm. Baylor beats Oklahoma, and Clemson loses to Virginia? I think Clemson's out. I think okay. Ohio State's close to being out depending on how bad that loss is. Um, I think Baylor goes in that situation, and the two lost Pac-12 teams don't. So it would be LSU, Baylor. So Georgia's in? Oh. So it would be Ohio State. Oh, man. (laughs) That was too many scenarios. Georgia would be out because they would have lost to LSU, which would have been their second loss, which would have been a – they'd have two losses at that point. And they wouldn't be a conference champion. If they would win, that's different. And then Clemson's out and, like, Oklahoma's in? Or Baylor, yeah. I'm just saying, I, Wisconsin. We're we're like knocking at the door. <laughs> um, I said last night, don't 
Don't lose to Illinois, and this game means a whole lot more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying, I think what I just said, that scenario, the games that need to be close and the big blowouts is our only is the only scenario for Wisconsin to be in. Yeah, no, that's 100% true. In my mind, I'm just yeah. seeing, as we just said, barring a, a huge upset and a huge mm-hmm. loss by either LSU or Ohio State, I'm just kind of pegging both of them in. Given Clemson's favor by 30, I'm kind of pegging them in as well. And then you got obviously one spot to play with, and you know, yeah, I don't know. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Utah I, to me, I, to I, me. Sorry, go ahead. No, go finish your thought. Go ahead. I, I don't think that Utah is, and to be fair, they're in the Pac-12. I haven't watched a full game that they've played so far, but I just don't see them as being one of the top four teams in the nation, and. This is most likely likely because I haven't watched them, but I think yeah, they're getting that, a ton of respect, and it helps that, that USC is now ranked. Yeah, it could be honestly. Like it's, if yeah, this is USC instead, like, they, I think of that Utah. different. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, but I, I agree, Lob. They weren't even in the Pac-12. What was that? Whenever Urban Meyer was coaching them, that was. I mean, I know that was a while ago, but before they just recently entered the Pac-12, so they were yeah. not even a, a, a traditional Power Five team, if you will, and. I don't know. I think they deserve it. I mean, metrically, they rank up there with with all all of these teams. They're top ten offense, top ten defense. Um, they've been blowing teams out the past three or four weeks. But um, again, how much do you take that into the fact that they're playing teams? Yeah. Into the, if you're taking the same consideration for Clemson blowing teams out in the ACC, you have to give Utah the same credit for blowing teams out in a Pac-12 that we think sucks. Um, Listen, my brain is stupid, and I think Utah's bad because <laughs> I don't understand them. And whatever I don't understand <laughs> is stupid. That's how my brain works, okay? Right. If that's USC, I think they're the best team in the nation. You think you think we could trade, like, um, uh, Rutgers or Nebraska for Utah? Ooh. No. Nebraska, maybe. Too far west? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get Clemson into... In I'm trying to get Clemson into the SEC. That's, that's my goal. Let's get them out of the ACC. Yeah. No, the That's... funny thing is uh, uh, the Pac-12 would be like if we if we took Utah and they got Nebraska, they'd be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. We fucking suck. Right. <laughs> we, don't, we don't want Nebraska. Right. I mean, geographically, a Clemson like Tennessee or Clemson like Vanderbilt trade might work. I mean, if you're just talking geographically and not like strength of teams or, or programs, but um that would, you, you know, that'd be kind of interesting. I don't think it would happen, but it, that's an interesting uh, realignment conversation we can have when we have nothing to talk about after the season. Right? <laughs> right yeah, relegation. We've uh, relegation. decided to relegate teams. Okay. Any yeah, other? That should be something. That, that would be, be awesome. that would be fucking great. Topic. That would keep that's us talking all season. That's yeah. Why soccer is one of the most, or is the most popular. Not, it's not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons why it's the most popular sport in the world. There you go. Relegation, baby. All right. Anything else on playoff scenarios? Anything like that? Nope. Let's All do right. it. Let's pick Let's winners. So this is going to be tough because cards. You did not put the order of who's picking what in here. So we're going to fuck up a couple times. We're going to do it live. But we're starting with the Big Ten championship. So we've got Ohio State versus Wisconsin, as we talked about in the playoff rankings. Ohio State's number one. Wisconsin's number eight, and they are. Wisconsin is getting 16 and a half points. This game is at Lucas Oil Stadium, 7 p.m. on Saturday. I will be in attendance. I will be cheering hard for Ohio State, and I pick Ohio State uh, this week. So last week I faded myself, as you all know. 
And I broke my only rule that I've kept all year is Ohio State minus anything. So I'm right back to it, Ohio State minus anything. They've proven their kind of strength and dominance offensively. That defense is also kind of crushing it at the moment. And um, Sean Wade, one of our best defensive backs, is supposedly supposed to play this week. He was out against Michigan, though it didn't really matter. Um, I just think that Ohio State here uh, is is the better team. And the only thing that gives me pause is, like we talked about, I don't think Ohio State has to necessarily win or look good doing it to get into the playoffs. Um, still, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ohio State here. Uh, so uh, shocker, I am on Wisconsin. Uh, I'm taking all the points, and I, my theory all year has been take Ohio State whatever the points are. Um, but you know, we don't know who they are. We don't know oh who Ohio God, State thing. is. They haven't played a good team in dry weather all year <laughs> long, and luckily we are gonna be in a big-ass dome, not even a dome, I don't know what you call that, but a covered stadium uh, in Indianapolis. I think that um, I'm, I'm cheering for a win, uh, but I think that we cover the 16-and-a-half, the or that we uh, get the 16-and-a-half and, and cover, and uh, uh, we make it a better game than the last time we were in Indianapolis because um, I don't know if I can do that again. Luckily, I will be uh, on a couch instead of <laughs> – in the stadium. So, um, uh, I'm cheering for a good game. It's, 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 I have sort of a running theme, but you'll see that it contradicts itself, but you know, it's really hard to beat a team twice. And the that's first true. Time I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to even <laughs> say that later on during picks, which sucks, but I'm going to use that one. <laughs> it's very hard. Um, yeah, this is, this is weird that it's, that a team's, you know, we're playing twice in the same season. Um, I'm going to take Wisconsin here. I think they had to have learned something in the first game, just how poor offensive played. I would like to think that we don't play that poor again. Um, I I would hope to God that we don't let Chase Young get four sacks, whether that means throwing an extra tight end on him, a a back on him, something that we didn't necessarily account for last time. Um, Since then, we've really introduced a lot of wrinkles, if you will, in our offense compared to running the ball straight up the middle every single time. But, um, you know, we've ran some wildcat. We've opened, you know, thrown some deep balls to Cephas. We've spread it out. We've ran some reverses. We've ran jet sweeps a lot. Um, So I think offensively, we've kind of turned a corner the last four or five weeks and kind of opened it up. Um, Defensively, I don't know. Um, we'll, We'll see what happens. I was reading that Justin Fields had a has a has a bum knee. Um, there was even some comments on some message boards that I was reading that they don't think he should even play in this game, um, depending on you know how things go and warmups and how he feels. But so I'm, I'm gonna not bank on that he doesn't play, but I bank on that they keep it very vanilla and Wisconsin is able to open it up a little bit and cover the spread. I have a 24-38 game. I have them losing, but covering the 16 and a half. That that Fields point is actually a good point. And Nick, do you want to know who the real winners are this weekend? Oh. Me and you, because we don't have to sit in a car while Carter drives ninety eight miles an hour. Oh, thank from God. Indianapolis. Yeah, but do you, one of the scariest. You die on the way there. <laughs> we made it. I mean, we were close Dude, a couple times. We made it to Indianapolis in like three and a half hours. That's like a six hour car ride. It was unreal. <laughs> we, we were we were we were too early to check in for our hotel. It was not safe. No. <laughs> Not good. It's in the parking lot. <laughs> Next game. <laughs> yes. um, so, Pac-12 championship uh, in Santa Clara. Cali, uh, Utah versus Oregon. Um, Oregon's getting six points. 
Uh, I am on Oregon. I'm taking the points. Uh, they have one loss this season. Obviously, it was a bad loss against Arizona State. Uh, I think they bounced back from that. I think Oregon's a good team. I think um, it, the, their 13 ranking it isn't indicative of who they are. Um, and I think they, they, they play Utah tough. Even if they don't win, I think they play them tough, and it's a close game. Um, I'm, I'm taking the points with Oregon. Every year, this Pac-12 championship game is on a Friday night. And every Friday night, I always get hyped up to watch it. It always ends up being like a 10-3 to 3 or 7 to nothing. I, I know last year, I think we went and watched the Washington-Utah game or whoever played, and yep. it was 10-3. Yep. Um, the Pac-12 just has an opportunity to put themselves in a spotlight in this game where all the eyes are on them because it's the only game. And if Utah can take advantage of that and, and come out and, and win, and not even win, but put style points on, I think that you know kind of opens up the country's eyes. So I'm going to take Utah. I, I'm going to just hope that they take take advantage of the opportunity. Basically, don't shit the bed, as most people say, and, and kind of just completely, you know, star-eyed fall apart in this game. So I'm going to have faith in Utah. I'm going to have faith that they have an opportunity to go to the college football playoff, and I think they win. I think they win by 10 to 12 points. That's a really good point about them playing on a Friday with everybody watching because the Pac-12 is notorious for playing late night, Saturday night, everybody's asleep, nobody watches the games. They have a chance to shine, and this, I mean, they have to win with style, Utah does, to be able to have a chance to make the playoffs. But Nick, I'm with you, I just, I think Oregon is better than they're giving credit for. I like that they're getting six points on a neutral field. I think their defense has not been great the past month and a half, but I do think that their offense can make some plays. I think they're still missing their their best tight end, or their best receiver who is a tight end. But I just see them making more plays. I don't know, I... I think it's my dumb brain in Utah. I just can't see them in the spotlight, you know, beating a team like Oregon in a championship game. So give me Oregon to cover. Do they, does Oregon win straight up? I don't know, but I'll take the six points. I'm sure going to bet it Yep, <laughs> straight up. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Next, we got the big 12 championship at AT&T stadium in Fort Worth. We got Baylor in Oklahoma. Oklahoma is laying eight points as the favorite here this game is saturday at 11 o'clock so it'll be first game first championship game of the day following the pac-12 so um this will be interesting to see how it plays out knowing that the pac-12 championship game is the night before so if utah wins um both these teams probably have a different mindset going into this game uh knowing that they might have to put up a lot of points to you know beat the other team by a lot of points to have be considered but with that being said um i'm taking Baylor, man, I again, I playing a team twice in one year. This is not easy. Not easy to side on these two teams. Uh, Baylor had this game won the first time they played. Uh, they completely fell apart in the second half. So I think they use that as motivation. Oklahoma just has not been the same the last couple of weeks. They've been kind of just letting teams completely hang around and and not showing up at all. So I'm going to take Baylor covering the spread. I don't know if they win, but they keep it within a touchdown at um, in this game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that. Regardless of what happens Friday night, both of these teams are going to know that if if they want to make the playoffs, they have to win big. And I think the team with the chance of doing that the most is Oklahoma. That's just kind of how I'm feeling. I think they have the playmakers to be explosive offensively to you know get out to that lead. My only question is, do they keep it? Do they play a full four quarters? Do they not let this team back in like they've done, you know, against TCU against 
Baylor the first, well they came back and beat Baylor against Iowa State. Obviously they lost to Kansas State. So they've shown over the past you know month or so that they can't blow a team out or they just haven't. But I think they know that they have to. So it's kind of do or die at this point, and I'm I'm choosing to believe they can do it. So give me Oklahoma here minus eight. You know it's hard to beat a team twice. Um, I'm taking Baylor. Uh, but Lop, you brought up a lot of good points there, buddy. Um, I'm taking, I'm taking Baylor. I think Oklahoma's just been, been, um, I, I don't even know if they win this game, but eight points. Uh, and it was a three point game. The first game they had, I think that Baylor, uh, learns from their mistakes from the first game. Carter, kind of like what you said, they've been, Oklahoma has been playing team. They've been letting teams stick around. Um, so I, I'm taking those those eight points um, all day long, especially when that first game was pretty close. So um, hard to beat a team twice. I'm taking taking Baylor. I'm still saving my hard to beat a team twice. Don't worry, it's coming. It's easy to beat right, a team I, I twice so far. I think I uh, I think yeah. I know which one you're yeah. gonna go with. It, it'll be it'll be soon here. All right, next game. So we've got Georgia playing LSU. This game is being played in Atlanta. Is that right? the SEC championship game. This is number two versus number four. Um, huge game, obviously. Game day is going to be there. Shocker, they're going to the SEC championship game. LSU is favored here by seven and a half points, and I'm smashing LSU. I think that, the, again, the one thing similar to Ohio State that kind of troubles me here is that there is talk of LSU being able to lose this game and still get into the playoffs. But still, I just see that they're cruising so efficiently on offense I see them just solidifying Joe Burrow's Heisman run, and um, and I don't think Georgia's been that impressive offensively, or really. I mean, I guess defensively they've been okay, but offensively I've expected more, and I just haven't seen it over the past few weeks when you expect them to get better and better. So, give me LSU here, go Tigers, as they say, and um, LSU wins the SEC. Uh, I also have LSU. I'm going to ride them until they die. Uh, they've been truly impressive this season um they they ended alabama's chances i think they um by them beating alabama they they crumbled um they did not come back from that i think georgia's a good team the south carolina game burned them but um i think they keep it close my guess is lsu wins by 10 um but i think they at least cover that seven and a half spread i would not be surprised if lsu wins by a field goal or something like that but i'm hoping they win by 10 Um, I'm going with Georgia. I think Georgia's going to defensively give LSU something that they haven't seen seen pretty much yet recently here. Um, Georgia has a really good defense, so I expect them to keep it close. I think this can be a lower-scoring game. Um, you know, LSU's defense finally showed up last week and played very well, so I think – I hope that's for a sign uh, of things to come. I mean, I definitely want LSU to win this game, and I think they do. I think they win maybe by a field goal. Um, maybe maybe five six points something like that. So um, I think Georgia sticks around for a little for a little bit. Maybe has a lead, but LSU Joe Burrow comes back, gets the victory, and um, Georgia covers the seven and a half. All right, uh, next game ACC championship. Uh, we got Virginia versus Clemson. Virginia's getting twenty nine points. <laughs> uh, it, this is my question mark game of the week, not because I'm. I'm questioning who's going to win the game, but uh, that 30 point spread is just kind of like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) 
And, and basically, I'm taking Clemson because I think they have to continue to blow out teams. I don't think – I feel good for Virginia beating Virginia Tech last week, but uh, I think Virginia is totally outmanned in this. Um, I think Clemson absolutely dominates. I'm a little pissed that they got the uh, – um, that they have a, I was, or I shouldn't say pissed. I'm, I was surprised they got the 6:30 slot on Saturday night. Um, I thought they would be like a, a noon game or like three o'clock game or something like that. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm on Clemson. Um, like you guys said, they got to keep blowing out teams. Yeah, I got Clemson as well. Um, I have picked against Clemson probably the last, I don't know, five or six weeks thinking, all right, this is kind of the week they slip up again. This is the week they let a team hang around. The spreads have been just huge. I mean, 25-plus point spreads. So I'm thinking one of these teams has got to give them a run for their money. I um, mean, it hasn't happened. So I have Clemson winning this one big. Um, and it was interesting to see that they put Virginia in the top 25. I mean, good for them. They won their side of the, the conference beating Virginia Tech. I think who was ranked 25 when they beat them. So this would be Virginia's first top 25 win of the season if they get it. Um, so that that kind of goes to say where you know who their competition has been. But I still think they get it done. I think they route this one. Um, I have them winning 56 to seven. I was going to mention the Virginia being conveniently ranked as well, which is is very good for Clemson to, like you said, get one top 25 win on the board. Nick, I'm with you completely, but I went opposite. I just I would like to start the game up by 29 points. That sounds good to me. It's four <laughs> touchdowns. It's over four touchdowns. I know that Clemson can score and score fast, and they can turn the ball over and make score touchdowns off of those turnovers. But to me, I mean, if you have any pride, in, if you're Virginia, you're playing in the ACC championship game. You can't lose by 30. That's my opinion. Um I I choose to believe that Virginia keeps this within four touchdowns, and I'll take uh, I'll take Virginia. All right, next championship game we got the AAC, the American Athletic Conference Championship game. This is being played in Memphis at the site of the Memphis Tigers. Cincinnati is t- uh, going on the road here. Memphis is laying ten points as the home favorite in a rematch of last week's game. So a very odd situation where they played the final game of the regular season to, only to follow it up with a rematch in the conference championship game. Uh, I believe the week before Cincinnati covered. Um, I think it was a th- eleven and a half spread, eleven and a half point spread. Um, so this week they have Memphis as a ten point favorite, um, and I'm taking Cincinnati. I think Luke Fickle saw enough from from his team on the defensive side of the ball to kind of scheme up what he needs to, to, to kind of keep this one close. Um, I actually have Cincinnati winning this one outright. So we'll see how that goes, but I'll take the Bearcats getting a conference championship and helping out uh, the Buckeyes with having a conference champion on their resume um, as a win. Ooh, maybe that's the good team we've beaten. I, it's hard <laughs> to beat a team twice. It's impossible to beat a team two weeks in a row. Give me Cincy. Money line, straight up, since he wins. Um, so I'm taking <laughs> – so it's hard to beat a team. It, it, it's hard to beat a team twice, right? It's easy to beat a team two weeks in a row, right? <laughs> um, uh, so uh, my rationale here is crazy. So uh, I'm taking Memphis. Um, it, so the, the game last week was 11.5 point spread. Uh, to end the game, uh, I believe there was a pick six or a fumble for six, basically to ruin the cover for me, which would have put me at seven and one. Um, 
on the Oof. week and yeah yeah winning um so that's how i lost uh and so uh i'm going with memphis uh i'm just going against my gut and gonna take the team that burned me and you know ride with that i don't know i kind of like that life play is, actually life is futile i'm empty on the inside <laughs> i like that i think that works Thanks, all right man. Moving on to probably one of the most, what will be one of the most watched games of the weekend. We got the MAC Championship. This is at Ford Field, the mecca of MAC football. We've got Miami of Ohio playing Central Michigan. Central Michigan here is favored by six points. This game's Saturday, 11 a.m. Central Time. Give me Miami of Ohio here. This is an Ohio homer pick. Plus, I just like the points in a MAC game. Um, and I might sprinkle a little money on the over because mac in a dome whew, that's going over so give me miami of ohio plus the over uh, i'm also taking miami of ohio uh they've actually covered some decent spreads this year they they've lost they've lost to some weird teams but they've actually covered some decent spreads um i'm, I'm all over miami of ohio it is not an ohio homer pick but it is an austin Ertle homer pick um former athlete of mine uh, we know what happened last time you made a Austin yeah, I know. pick. I know. Um, currently coaching his younger brother. Um, miss you, Austin. If you're listening, you'll know what that means. Uh, so I'm on Miami of Ohio. Wow, that's interesting because if Miami of Ohio wins this one and Cincinnati wins, you would have two wins against non-Power 5 conference champions for Ohio State. That's a... Pretty interesting uh, resume builder that you guys worked up in the a non-conference schedule. <laughs> Did not think about um, that. <laughs> but for that exact reason, I hinted at it. <laughs> <laughs> for that exact reason, I'm I'm hinting at I'm taking Central Michigan because Wisconsin beat Central Michigan. Ah. So Central Michigan were to win, Wisconsin would have a win against a non-Power Five conference champion on their record, boosting our hopes of getting into the Rose Bowl. So I, I think uh, I don't know what Mich- Central Michigan's uh, mascot is. I think it's something Chip weird. Wars. Chippewas. Chippewas, yes, that is it. So I'm taking the Chippewas to cover the six. I say they win by a touchdown. I have a high-scoring game, so I like that overpick. I wrote down 38-31. All right. All right, last game on the schedule, the Mountain West Conference. Uh, it is um, – uh, Karji, you worded this one weird. It is Hawaii versus Boise State. Boise State is laying 13.5 points. Um, it's the 3 o'clock Central game. Um I'm all over. Uh, uh, wait, is it at Boise? No. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is, is Albertson's stadium in Boise, Ohio? Yeah, it's at it's at Boise. How do they how do they pull that one off? It's it's just not at a neutral site. I mean, neither is the Cincinnati um, That's true. That's true. Memphis game. That's at Memphis. No one, would, no one would travel for it. No one would travel for it. Yeah, that makes my decision even easier. I'm all over Boise State. I think this is a freaking blowout. Blue field. Um, it's going to be dark by the end of the game. It's going to be dark by the second quarter. Um, it, that blue field under the lights. Oh, man. I love Boise State. Hawaii has to travel. I mean, I think I actually think this might be a joke game, and Boise State wins by a million. Um, I got Boise State for very similar reasons. Also, because if Boise State were to win by a million, that would probably put them in the group of five conversation to play in the Cotton Bowl as the group of five representatives. So with that in the back of their minds, they will continue to score, run up to score. Um, and I got Boise State, the Broncos covering the spread, winning big. 
Listen, I did not know this was at Boise State either. So I had <laughs> Boise State before this, but Nick, like you, give me oh, all Boise State. Oh, I thought you feel State. so good. Give I feel me everything. so good now. It's great. Oh, I love it. Boise State. My what was my rationale? I think I just said, oh, I've never picked against. I've never not picked Boise State if they're on the board, and they're at home. Oh my god, all over. I think them. they've covered. I think they've covered uh, every time they've been on our board. Uh, the Wyoming game, I think they. Did yeah, so is that home? No, they didn't cover though because no. everybody and I picked Boise yeah. and uh, uh, Wyoming. Won. That, Wyoming covered that game. That's why I didn't hurt. It didn't hurt anybody. <laughs> right, right, right. No blood. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right, picks are in. Uh, that wraps it up. Okay. Yeah. Um, so moving on to some more light, light-hearted um, picks. We, I heard that, or I, I listened and I listened to the whole podcast last week, and realized that you guys didn't have a, a coin toss game of the week. Um, so to wrap up pretty much this season for coin, we might do one during the the bowl the bowl weekend yeah. or something like that. But but to wrap up, I guess the regular season. Um, we are going to go right back to the Mac and we're going to go Miami, Ohio versus central Michigan, Michigan land six points. Um, so my uh, central Michigan is the home team. So their heads. Points in Whoa, there. let's, oh. I was going to say, should we make this an over under bet since we already kind of picked the game? Should we make like the heads over and the tails, the under lop third party? Yeah, let's do that. Well, because no, that's my L-O-C-K of the week. Fuck. Uh, all right, yeah, all let's right. do that. No, all let's right. do that. I'll find a new lock. That's fine. What's the over-under? I don't know. Oh, 53 and a half. Sorry. It's your lock. All Sorry, right, no. So the over is going to be heads. The under is going to be tails. Okay. Over. It, heads. It is heads. Yes. Over. So over 53 and a half. Cards, you had, I'm what, 68 gonna... points in that game? That's... Yeah. That's pretty over. Maybe it's yeah. a little ambi- maybe that's a little ambitious, but you know. Okay. Do you? It's in a dome. I think I might know? go I think I might go Moneyline, Ohio, and uh the under parlay. Yeah, um, that would probably <laughs> hit, to be honest. Sorry guys. <laughs> um, Alright, locks of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Yeah. You want me to go? Because I'm ready. Uh, yeah, yeah you're ready. Go. go ahead. Give me App State, minus six and a half. We've got the Sunbelt Championship game. Appalachian State 11-1 against the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. They're 10-2, actually. Pretty good season. But um, App State's been blowing people out other than Georgia Southern that one time. Give me App State minus 6.5. I'll go because I got mine because mine's the complete opposite. So I got with Raging Cajuns plus 6. Good. Nice. Love it. App App State has won the last three meetings. They've played twice in the regular season and last year's conference championship game. I think I read all all games have been decided by less than a touchdown. So I will take my six points and hope that that trend continues. And uh, go Raging Cajuns. Good. Um, I had originally, or I was looking for a D3 game, um, but I couldn't find a spread on it. They don't have lines, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what the hell? I was going to put one on the board. uh, yeah. So uh, instead, and and they did last year because I think we picked a John Carroll game. Yep. But we just did straight uh, up, up, actually. Oh, okay. Shout out Blue Streaks. Uh, so uh, instead, and before I even realized it was at Boise State, Boise State was my lock of the week. That's how confident I am. And now that they're at home, I'm all over Boise State. I might throw them into the Miami under and the Miami Ohio money line. 
this smells like a strong fade possibility in this game. <laughs> like I'm starting to feel less good about it. Good. I feel good. Yeah, I might put all my money on Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I might put oh. the bet in tonight. That thirteen and a half looks like a lot of points all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't That's know. Good. Bring it in. Aloha. Alright. Well those are your locks and just to give you some comfort in picking these locks, I'm actually five and hundred on the year now, which isn't great, but it's seven and seven. Carge, eight and six with your locks. Nick, nine and five. Nine and five. Whoa. And I've yet to win any money. Yeah. Any money. Uh, well, you're only Gosh. nine and five because we picked your um, Illinois Northwestern under last week, which. Yeah, but you know I would have. I, I would have. <laughs> I mean, that's about right. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it's okay. on brand for sure. Okay. Definitely. Um, so I want to talk really quick about Heisman. Just to. I mean, we're at the end of the year. We haven't talked about it in the last couple of weeks. I think Joe Burrow is the unanimous decision. Is that still the case for you guys? I think I'm all in on Joe Burrow with probably a Buckeye getting invited. And depending on how everything else shakes out, maybe Jalen Hurts. Any thoughts? 100% Joe Burrow for me. Um, Buckeye definitely invited. But I, I, Joe Burrow, you're in. You're in, buddy. Yeah. Did, did, yeah, sorry, yeah, Carter, yeah. before you answer, did you, did you guys see that Twitter, where his walkout? Um, for senior night, yep, or not senior night for parent night, yep. Um, like they basically had the camera behind him as he's walking out of the tunnel, so and he cool. got a standing ovation, bone chilling. And his jersey well, was no B U R R E A U X, yep, so Unreal. awesome, Unreal. Wow, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to find that because that sounds pretty cool. I'll send it to you, um, buddy. Our yeah, social media I... analyst doesn't, didn't <laughs> see it. What, <laughs> no. no. Sorry, that's surprising because I've been I've been all over the the Twitterverse lately, so that's kind of shocking. Oh, we know. Um, <laughs> but uh, but good for yeah. I I guess I don't disagree with you guys. I had Joe Burrow written down. I think I saw Justin Fields won Big Ten Player of the Year, so maybe Justin Fields gets the nod from as the Ohio State representative. Um, to be honest, I don't think it really matters if Jalen Hurts or anyone else gets invited. I mean, it's good for them, but um, it's Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow's Heisman at, at this point. I could honestly see Joe Burrow, Justin Fields, and J.K. Dobbins all being there, and then I get to brag that three Buckeyes are Heisman candidates. Before I, I want to also say, if Ohio State plays LSU in the national championship and LSU beats Ohio State, you know that I'm claiming victory as that being a Buckeye victory. Just throwing that out <laughs> no. there. Just Dude, shut up. Just Go lock away. that one away. Shut all right, <laughs> let's let's take people out of here. So final thoughts. Um, it's championship week, which is crazy. We, I feel like we say this every week, but the season flew by. Excited to go into Indy, uh, be at the game. Hopefully it's a, a good game. I'd love to see a close game and not a, a blowout. That'd just be a shame. Um, but just really excited to watch games and, and get a final view of what the playoff looks like and excited to, uh, to enjoy the weekend and hopefully a happy Sunday drive home to Milwaukee. Yeah, I uh, I'm super excited. Obviously for the Big Ten championship. Hopefully it's it's competitive. Um, I'm hoping that it is. I have this theory that if it's kind of like um, with Santa and Elf, <laughs> I'm going on a tangent here, but it's with Santa and Elf that uh, if enough people um, think that Santa's real, he's real. So if enough <laughs> nice. people think if enough people think that Wisconsin can win, they can win. So I'm I'm all over. I'm I'm very excited for Wisconsin, and I just think it's a good slate of games overall. Um, I, I I'm I think I feel like 
for for championship weekend conference championship weekend this is uh this is one of the better slates we've had in a while so i'm excited to watch watch some football yeah i'll echo those thoughts i I really hope wisconsin comes out and plays well kind of carries that momentum on that they have the last couple weeks kind of show that that game at at ohio was kind of a a, i don't say a fluke but you know that they could play better than that Earn a shot in the Rose Bowl. I think if they can keep it close, they're still going to be ranked ahead Penn State, still get to go to Pasadena, which would be a huge accomplishment for this team. Um, again, enjoy the games. Um, it's very interesting to see how so many of these games have so much playoff implications at this point in the season. So that's always good to see coming down the stretch here. So um, with that said, we will carry you out with Varsity, the Wisconsin, Wisconsin Badgers uh, theme song for um, the big win at Minnesota. Uh, so enjoy and remember good teams win but great teams cover go Bucks. I almost got it.